Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for another Picture Lock PR after show segment. So excited to bring you this interview with director Ali Cotterill of North Pole NY. I'm currently in Austin, Texas for the Google Next Gen Policy Leaders Program. I'm really excited to be here, but I'm just saying that because I'm recording this intro in my hotel room. So if the audio sounds a little bit off, that is why. I didn't get this up on Monday like I had wanted to. I apologize for that. I have been traveling. Um, This past weekend was the Future of Film and Media Conference, which was really awesome. I did record my PR masterclass, and I'm going to try to uh, upload that at some point in the near future. But it was a really great time. The Creative Edge Collaborative did a spectacular job of putting that conference together. There's a lot of great information. Um, And then now this week, just rolling into uh, this conference. This is really new for me, honestly. I I don't do that much traveling, but I have a feeling that I will be doing a whole lot more in 2019 as dates on the calendar are already starting to get booked, which is awesome. But right now you're here for the Picture Lock after show. And I got to say, this one is filled with jewels just in terms of talking with Ali about how do you build and keep a buzz over a prolonged period of time, right? So sometimes we start a Kickstarter and, uh, you know, we have to go make a film. And so how do you continue to keep your audience engaged? We talk about that. We also talk about enjoying uh, life on the film festival circuit and kind of that in-between where it goes from festival circuit to distribution. Ali also asked me how I break through noise with PR and marketing for films. So uh, this is a good one, folks. I can't wait for you to hear it as the air conditioner comes on. (laughs) And you're going to hear it right after this promo. What if you could have a film critic, film festival director, film publicist, and fellow filmmaker guide you with your film's PR and marketing journey from pre-production to post. I'm Kevin Sampson, and my online course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker, does just that. In this course, I'm going to teach you how to set up your film to engage an audience and build a community long before you call action. I'll show you how to approach critics to make them aware of your film like publicists do. And as a director of two film festivals, I won't just teach you hacks and secrets to reduce entry fees, but how you can use the festival circuit to create buzz around your film. I'm a huge supporter of diverse storytelling and film, and I believe the most unique voices come from indie filmmakers. That's who I've supported over the years with my show, Picture Lock, whether on TV or on radio. With as much experience as I've had as an independent filmmaker myself, critic, publicist, and festival director, I realized that most indie filmmakers just need access to the knowledge that big firms provide to achieve success. So in this course, I'm going to demystify some of the process and give you everything I know in a behind the scenes look at the sides of the business you don't always see. So if you're an indie filmmaker that's looking to change the game with your film's PR and marketing, make sure you check out PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Head on over to PRForTheIndieFilmmaker.com and get a free preview of the course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Get your film seen, build community, and become an army of one. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Picture Lock PR after show segment. You just heard the interview on Friday with director Ali Cotterill. 
of North Pole, New York. Allie, thanks for sticking around. Hey, no worries. I love it. <laughs> Allie, I got to say, like, you kept me on my toes in, in this interview. Like, I just wasn't expecting some of the some of the questions. Like, and yeah, who, li who likes saying no? I don't, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but it's, you know. That's cool. Now you have, you know, that's the, the joy of it. Exactly. So folks, I definitely suggest that you listen to last week's episode so that you can definitely know what we're talking about right now. But this is a time when we focus on PR and marketing for your film as practitioners. So the first question, Ali, if you could, what's the biggest thing that you feel you've done right in engaging the public and marketing your film? Well, I think like the number one thing that I would say if someone's making a film now is to start super early, as early as possible. When we were in production, we collected everyone's email addresses, like everyone we met. So we had a big email list at the end. And then I launched the Facebook for the film um, probably like a year before our Kickstarter. So like right at the beginning of post-production. And I knew that, over, you know, we needed a year to get enough traction and enough people to be able to do a successful Kickstarter. And also it was just like exciting, you know, to have, to be able to send the updates out in real time. So I think those are the biggest things I would say. Start early. Wow. So, like, how early was your pre-production? Because from what you just said, it almost feels like it's like a year and a half out before you actually started shooting. Yeah, we shot um, at the very end of 2012, um, and we were filming 2012, 13, 14, started cutting. Uh, well, we were still filming 2015, and then we started cutting 2016. Wow. So. You know, really quickly, one of those things, that's one of the things like with documentary filmmaking is different from narratives because, you know, you, with a narrative, you kind of have, you know, you, six weeks or less or whatever the, the, the time might be. But with a documentary like that, you just said it spanned uh, over three years of filmmaking. Could you talk a little right. bit about having the patience to, you know, kind of stick with it over time? And how, how did you engage the pub public during those three years so that it's not like, we're still shooting, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, we did, so we didn't do it during shooting. Okay. Um, and I do think that would make it tougher. Um, and documentaries, they do take a long time. But, of course, you're only filming, you know, we would film like a week at, a week at Christmas, a week in the summer, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it was... You need to, I mean, for a movie like ours anyway, you need, if you're covering it in a verite way, it's like you want to feel like something has changed. So you want to follow it long enough that you see a change. And so that takes a while, you know? And yeah, and then once we were in post is when we started getting people engaged. But even then, you know, that's 2016. We're coming out now at the end of 2018. So it's yeah. like a solid two years, you know, of keeping people engaged. And um, we did a lot of different things like... I tried to make our page, like uh, our Facebook page, um, we do Twitter and Instagram too, but there's like, we have a lot of Gen X and a lot of boomers. So Facebook has been the sweet spot for them. Um, <laughs> right. But anyway, so uh, yeah, I just tried to make the page like a fun destination with all sorts of like Christmas stuff, stuff about theme parks that people would want to go to and, and occasional updates about the movie. And then like, as we got later on, it's like a lot more about the movie, but I still try to do, you know, just like fun stuff, make it like a place you would want to go anyway, you know? Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that um, one of the things that you just touched on that is really key is also knowing your audience. So knowing what you're putting on what uh, social media platform and who you're probably going to be reaching, I think that that's really key. So let's move into yeah. the second question. 
Um, what's the biggest lesson that you feel you've learned from mistakes in engaging uh, the public and marketing your film? Um, I think uh, there's a couple things. I mean, one is that, like, you work so hard to get your film, and then, like, you have your festival premiere. It often happens really quick, you know? They tell you, and then um, it happens really quickly. So, And that's what happened with us. And I was like, oh, we have a second to chill, you know, it's like <laughs> right. you're, you so don't have a second to chill. Like, that's actually a whole other thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should tell filmmakers that because you should be like, yes, I finished my film. <laughs> but, yeah, it's still, it's still um, you know, a sprint after that um, in a way. I, I think the biggest thing that I didn't realize when we, since our premiere, was how small the windows are now. Like, People, like, when they hear about your film, like, you know, big big films, they go straight to digital so quickly. I mean, there's, you know, mm-hmm. day and date and all that. And so, like, all the windows are tiny. And I, I didn't really realize it until we were, we were like, whoa, you know, we got to get this thing out quick. Right. So that's the biggest thing that I'm going to remember for the next time. And, and because of that, you have to be ready to go when you premiere. Yeah, you so if, if I could really quickly just kind of expand upon that. You know, you said there's a little window. Are you saying like kind of like the the wave of buzz between the festival circuit and um, you know VOD or distribution? Totally, okay. totally. You used to sort of the festival circuit. I feel like used to be sort of a lazy river you could chill on for like you know a year, year and a half, whatever. Right. And people do, but but knowing that we weren't that we were going to be self distributing, uh, it's good to do a, a full court press. I think because then you can keep the excitement the whole time as opposed to having to do it multiple times, you know? Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think that is great advice and wisdom. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Yeah. So last portion, you asked me a question, you know, as a filmmaker, film critic, film publicist, or festival director, what's one question that I could answer for you? Yeah, I love that uh, that you do that. Um, I mean... I just want to, I always want to hear from other filmmakers like what is what's something that like really worked for you in terms of um distribution and getting the word out. I feel like number 1 is breaking through the noise, you know? So how did you manage to break through and have people know about your movies? Yeah, so um Ali, you are always asking the great questions that I almost can't answer. Um, so, you know, I, the, uh, it's been a little while since I've made a film, honestly. And, you know, I've done the festival circuit with my films as well. But what I have started to do is really kind of transition more into the, you know, curator of films, you know, the the gateway to making sure other people get that their films out there. So whether it's with, you know, Picture Lock with the radio um, program or the podcast or, you know, the festivals that I direct, um, I see more of the story. So I could kind of answer this more from a, from a what I've seen yeah, done well. Uh, and so one of the things that I would say that um, I really enjoy is when uh, a filmmaker takes total ownership of it. So I kind of talk about this in, in, in my online course, but one, I think having a website, um, to me as a critic, like, that just stands out. And uh, especially with an indie film, if I am going to do a review, I don't want to have to do too much hunting. Like, I don't want to have to go to 
IMDb right. and your Facebook page and the, but like if I can go to your website, I can see like your team and I think you actually have done that really well. Um, oh, just <laughs> yeah, I can I can get to know the players, I can get to know what it's all about, but all in one location. I think that that's really really smart in terms of kind of breaking through to like critics because then from there like you know you could send out an email to critics and say hey check out our film you know we were officially selected here, won this, did that, um, check out the trailer, and you can embed that into right. your email. Um, so I think that's one way to kind of get people engaged. The other thing that I've seen that um, people do really well, and I love this, um, and it, sometimes this is more with like narrative, but when you bring your your cast and crew on board as well, so it's not like right. it's not like you're the star of the show, right? Like you're you're big enough, like you know your cast, or you know you make a short little clip of like check out the performance from blah 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 in the new film X Y Z. Right. And what I see is that when you play unselfish ball, like everyone else joins in. So like it's it's really cool when I see like an actor say like the director is like. We just made it into XYZ Festival. And then the actors are saying, we just made it in. And they're equally as excited. Yeah. Um, yep. And so I think that's like one of the ways to like really break through. Because again, we're kind of talking about attention, right? Like so many people are split between like, do I want to look at my Facebook feed right now? My Instagram feed? <laughs> do I want right. to watch Hulu? You know, like so when you come at it from like those multiple um, points like that, I think that that's one of the things that I've seen with filmmakers really kind of breaking through and, and helping to kind of generate some of that buzz um, that we need on the independent filmmaking side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that quote that you said, like you got to play group ball or something yeah. like that. I'm gonna, I love that. I love that. I also think of it, I think of the one that's like a, a rising tide raises all ships. Right. I love that quote. Yeah, yeah. So promoting, I, I do a lot of like cross promoting other filmmakers I like because if you like my stuff, you'll probably like their stuff and you know, yeah, it's like it's helpful. And I think that that's smart and I think the big thing is like, like anybody can see through you, right? If you are doing it and it's like kind of as a means to an end, like people can see through that, but if you're doing it and you're genuinely like, "Yo, check out this new film from Ali," like it, this is hilarious or it's so heartwarming or whatever, people remember yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's that. That the next time that you have something, then I'm definitely gonna share. You know, because you know you just feel like, "Oh man, she genuinely chucked. She watched the film and she enjoyed it." So, yeah, um, you're right. Team ball. Team ball. Team ball, especially for, you know, independent filmmakers, like, it's, yeah, it's crucial. And, and it's awesome for the audience. Like, I always think, what would I want to see? Like, when I'm doing our, our social media or anything, what would I want to see? So it's like, you know, I like seeing when people are like, oh, you like this, you like this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like a real person, curating. <laughs> exactly. Allie, it has been a pleasure talking with you. If you could, just for the audience, one more time, let them know how they can find out more about the film and um, check out the film. Uh, yeah, so our film, North Pole, New York, is coming out on DVD and digital on uh, November 28th. And you can just go to NorthPoleNYFilm.com um, and you'll have all the information there. Allie. And can't wait for you to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Allie, thanks so much for sticking around for the after show. Oh, thank you, Kevin.